To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. 13 away from 5, Jason Walls, Chief Political Reporter with us now. Hey, Jason. Hello, Heather. So we've got a task force. Is that like a working group to look at the jib shortage? <laughs> <laughs> it certainly is. And I think this is the first time in my memory, certainly, that Jib has been in the news so much. And I think quite a few people around the country are learning that Jib is quite literally the backbone of New Zealand's construction industry. But builders are having such a hard time getting hold of it. And that's why it's in the news so much about these supply side issues. So the government has stepped in doing what it does best. You said it best, putting together a working group. So Megan Woods has established a, well, she called it a task force, which I think sounds a little bit more efficient. Um, of industry experts who will give advice and, quote, troubleshoot plasterboard shortages. Woods has rounded up quite the who's who of the construction world to be on this task force, including registered master builder CEO Dave Kelly, um, warehouse um, founder Sir Stephen Tyndall, just to name a few. And that group meets for the first time next week to discuss urgent solutions. Now, Woods has also written a letter of expectation to Fletcher Building. She wants to ensure that they don't take action when it comes to trade trademark prosecution when it comes to jib. Fletcher's owns um, Windstone Wallboards, which currently makes up about 95% of the jib market, which is quite a lot. I didn't know that till today, actually. And Woods says that concerns that trademarks on colors may be impending um, the alternative pla- um, b- um, plasterboards being brought into New Zealand. So the big question is, will this actually result in any more jib coming into the country? Here's Megan Woods. So um, the group that we're pulling together that we've already been talking to for a couple of weeks now um, already have 28 containers full of plasterboard uh, from alternative um, suppliers coming into the country. We're already seeing action. The whole point of this group is to get those quick wins. This is all about those those quick wins. But let's be realistic, uh, global shipping being what it is, it's probably two to three months before we will see jib land in New Zealand. Well, sorry, plasterboard land in New Zealand. So two to three months, still quite a long time for people that are um, backed Hold up waiting for those. these. Let's, just, uh, let's not conflate two things here, right? So the, the, the jib that is being imported into the country currently has got nothing to do with Megan Woods' task force, has it? No, well, I mean, she said she's got these few crates full of it coming in. But that, yeah, you're right. She, she has There's... crates. Does she have crates full? Well, she said that these members of the, the task force that have... Um, Completely th- independently, like Container Door, Simplicity and those guys, and independently have ordered Jib and she is trying to take credit for this. Yeah, so she's basically <laughs> today coming out and saying, listen, Why well, not? we've already got these um, coming in. So that was after sustained um, questioning. But uh, meanwhile, I mean, National says that it's got its own position on this as well. And um, Andrew Bailey, who's one of their MPs, has got submitted a member's bill. He thinks that's going to tackle this issue. And I think what I'd suggest to the government is why don't we actually work together on this? And actually, essentially what he's proposing is that we can actually import plasterboard in from overseas, say from the Europe and from the US, if it meets that standard, uh, those products. Uh, meet the Australasian standard. Uh, secondarily, we'd be saying to all 67 councils that they actually can do not have discretion to reject that product at all. And- so will the government adopt this bill? They say that they're um, putting together a member's bill that would essentially address this issue. Would you support or put through any member's bill? I haven't seen anything. But would you be open to supporting a bill if you saw the details? Supporting the minister's work here, it's pragmatic. It's about getting the quickest solutions that we can. It's about working alongside industry, but also accepting that what we have seen here in the market is a failure. We need to fix it. So I'll take that as a no.
Oh, my goodness. I still can't get over the fact that she's trying to take credit for other people independently getting the jib. Anyway, whatever. How's old Chris Hipkins done in the house today? Yeah, well, it's certainly a stark difference between Poto Williams. So here was um, former police minister Poto Williams a few months ago in the house. Has gang violence increased or decreased under her watch? Mr Speaker, I reject the premise of that question because... And here was Chris Hipkins in the House earlier today. What actions is the government taking to address gang-related crime? Uh, Mr Speaker, I do want to acknowledge that there has been an escalation in gang-related tensions. So at least it's some sort of concession, but it shows how the government's clearly listening to its focus groups here. I mean, you can't ignore headline after headline about increasing gang violence and ram raids um, basically every night. So they've changed the minister from one of the least um, confident in cabinet to old, reliable Chris Hipkins. So that should show you how seriously that they're taking this issue now that they've had so much public pressure. Um, And they're changing the rhetoric as well. Hipkins has um, promised to make the new firearms protection order bill law very soon after it comes into the House in August. And he and new Justice Minister Kitty Allen will soon release details of a new criminal justice package, which he says more details on that will be coming a little bit later. Just sit tight. So a, a, a stark contrast so far. Well, be it. well maybe not stark. It, it's, it's a start. Uh, no, it's a stark contrast, I think. I think, you, <laughs> I think you got it in the first one. Thank you, Jason. Jason Walls, uh, chief political reporter. Gordon says, thank God the government isn't, ch- isn't in charge of bringing plasterboard into the country under urgency. They couldn't get the PPE in. Never mind the PPE. They couldn't get the vaccines in. Remember that? Remember that? If they were in charge of the plasterboard, we'd have to put Auckland into lockdown for six months before we could get the plasterboard in. That's what would happen. Hey, listen, there is a really interesting story in Newsroom about how quickly they formulate policy and how that's done. I'm going to have to run you through that also what it's like out there in the short staff shortages. Wait for that. Seven away from five.